Second Series, Chapter Three of Little Susie's Little Servants by Elizabeth Prentice. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. About this time, a lady came to visit Susie's mamma, bringing with her a little boy. His name was Thomas. He was several years older than Susie, but as there was no one else for him to play with, he had to amuse himself with her as well as he could. Susie followed him about wherever he went and thought everything he did very amusing, and that everything he said must be right. One afternoon, as they were playing together in his mamma's room, Thomas asked Susie if she liked candy. "'Yes, I like it,' said Susie, "'but mamma does not let me eat it very often.' "'My mother lets me eat as much as I please,' said Thomas. "'There's a great bundle of it in her trunk, and she lets me go and get them as often as I want. I'll give you some if you will hold open the trunk for me. Susie did not know that Thomas had been forbidden to open this trunk, so she stood holding the cover open while he searched for the candy. But it was heavy, and her little hands were not strong enough to hold it long. Make haste, Thomas, said she, or I shall let it fall. I am making haste, said Thomas, and don't you go and let it fall. You'll break my head in two if you do. Susie tried with all her strength to hold up the heavy lid, but Thomas kept her waiting too long, and all at once down it came. Thomas tried to draw back his head, but the trunk cover was too quick for him, and gave him a blow right across his face and eyes. As soon as he knew enough to speak, he called Susie all sorts of bad names, and struck her several times. Susie was so frightened and astonished that at first she was quite silent. But after a moment she began to cry so loudly that everybody came running in to see what was the matter. By this time Thomas's forehead and face looked quite bruised and swollen, and the moment his mamma saw it she flew to kiss him, and then turned to Susie and said, in an angry tone, "'What did you strike him for, you naughty child?' "'I didn't strike him,' said Susie. "'I didn't mean to hurt him.' I could not hold up the cover. It was so heavy. What cover? asked her mamma. The trunk cover, said Susie. Oh, so you were at my trunk, were you? said the lady. And who said you might do that? Thomas told me to hold it open while he got the candy. Oh, what a story, said Thomas. She went and opened the trunk and was going to look for candy, and I went to make her come away, and she struck me with a great big stick. Is that true, Susie? asked her mamma in a grave, sad voice, for the mere thought that Susie could do such a thing made her heart ache. Before Susie had time to answer, the lady cried out, Of course it is true. Don't you see the dreadful marks on his face? Answer, Susie, is it true? repeated her mamma. Susie tried to tell the whole story, just as it happened, but seeing her mamma look so sad, and everybody else believing Thomas, she could only cry still harder. Then her mamma took her away to her own room, and wiped away her tears, and said, Now tell me, my dear Susie, all about it. I cannot think my precious child has done this sinful thing. But don't be afraid to tell me the whole truth. Remember, God hears every word you say. Remember, my darling. Think before you speak. 
"'Mama, I telled the truth,' said Susie. "'I telled the truth. "'Thomas said he would get some candy for me "'if I would hold up the cover, "'and I tried to hold it, and I couldn't. "'And won't you believe me? "'Oh, Mama, won't you believe me?' "'Then Susie's mamma said in her heart to God, "'Oh, God, teach me what to believe. "'Do not let me make a mistake. "'And, oh,' Do not let my little Susie ever speak a word that is not true. And after she had said that, there came into her mind a way by which she could find out whether Thomas had spoken the truth. She went right back to the lady's room, whom she found holding Thomas in her lap, and feeding with candy. "'Thomas, where is the stick you said Susie struck you with?' asked she. Thomas blushed and looked about as if in search of the stick." "'I suppose she hid it somewhere,' said he. "'She could not do that, for she has been with me ever since she left the room.' "'I dare say we shall find it,' said the lady, "'and I hope you mean to give Susie a good whipping. "'She needs it, I am sure. "'Such a blow! "'Why, what a naughty child she must be!' "'Susie says Thomas opened the trunk "'and told her to hold it open while he looked for candy.' and it was heavy, and she let it fall on his head. I think she has spoken the truth. I never knew her to speak anything else. The marks on Thomas's face look to me just like those the heavy lid of a trunk would make. "'They look to me like the marks of a stick,' said the lady. "'But people see things differently. Come, Thomas, eat this nice candy, and I'll buy you something to pay for this.' Susie's mamma said no more. She felt sorry to have her dear little daughter in such trouble, but there seemed no help for it. She went back to her room, and taking Susie again in her lap, talked gently to her about the dreadful sin of which Thomas had been guilty. "'I will never tell a naughty story,' said Susie. "'Don't say you never will. You may be tempted some time, more than you ever have been. But ask God.' who is the God of truth, to keep you from doing it. How thankful you ought to be that you have been taught to pray, for the Bible says that no man can tame the tongue, that is, no one can, of himself, keep from saying what he ought not to say, and his only way is to keep praying to God to bridle his tongue for him. "'My tongue isn't a good little servant, then,' said Susie. "'God can make it good.' and teach it to bless and praise him. Then Susie's mamma took down her Bible, and read several verses from it. Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. Whose keepeth his tongue, keepeth his soul from troubles. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. "'As soon as you learn to write, my dear Susie, "'I will make a little book in which you can write "'all that the Bible says about this. "'You will be astonished to find how much there is "'about speaking the truth, speaking kindly and speaking wisely. "'And of our dear Saviour, "'it says that when his enemies reviled him, "'as a lamb before her shearers is dumb, "'so he opened not his mouth. "'Now the next time you see Thomas,' I think it likely he will say a good many things to vex you, and I want you to remember, when he does so, how Jesus did, and what you should do. 
"'Mayn't I tell him he is a naughty boy?' asked Susie. "'Mayn't I tell him he has told a lie?' "'Would Jesus love you when you were doing so, my dear Susie?' "'No, be careful not to say one word that you would not like Jesus to hear. "'And pray for that poor boy, that God would pity him for being so naughty, "'and forgive him, and help him to grow good.'" End of Second Series, Chapter 3 Recording by Hannah Mary